Hello, I'm Penny Haslam. Today in the garden, perennial, hardy, annual, perennial, hardy, annual, hardy, I don't know. And bumped into the neighbour uh, last week in the village and she said, what are those amazing plants you've got? Okay, so that's the bucket for the dead stuff. And it is that time of year, isn't it? Right, so it's oh, autumn, winter, October, the clocks have just gone back, which is a depressing time of year, frankly, because it goes dark really early and stays dark for ages. It also means that gardening isn't really on the cards in any big way. So everything's looking very brown, ginger, burgundy, coppery colours and a bit sad and a bit like we want to go to bed now. Can we just go to bed now please and we'll see you in the spring. So it's that episode that takes us to putting the garden to bed and one of the first jobs that I did this year was to rescue the canner in the episode called Can I Get a Witness? Which I thought was a hilarious joke. Um, not many people laughed. But anyway, so uh, Canna Go To Bed Now is where we meet the canna again. The canna's now had its time. It was a glorious sort of orangey uh, topped telescopic plant, isn't it? It's like if you rolled a, new, a broadsheet newspaper up um, and then expanded it, telescoped it out. The canna kind of looks a bit like that without the newspaper print. It still looks really healthy, actually. It still looks like it, it might have some oomph in it on one of them. There's three, three little shoots. But there isn't going to be any ump for this canner because the, it's just too cold now. So, rose secateurs. I've googled it, obviously. So we know exactly what we're doing, don't we? Uh, yeah, sort of. And um, apparently you take this metre tall canner and you get down to the base of it. Oh my, it's like got new friends joining it. I don't know what's what. And you do six inches on it, apparently you just cut off all most of it and leave a six inch stump. Ooh. Right, okay. So that's going in the bin now, in the bucket. Oh, they're quite squeaky, those leaves, aren't they? It's probably a proper word for them. The RHS will probably know it. So doing that for all of them is, gosh, it kind of spreads out when it's in the ground. Now, I have seen a YouTube video, yes, I'm that exciting, where I watched someone chop their canner and then like slice it what do you call it i don't know separate it when you get it out of the ground so i don't know how attached these are going to be so we have little stumps in the ground they need to come out now this is awkward because this canner is in the <coughs> mediterranean sun terraced raised bed area which means i'm gonna have to get up on the on the slightly precarious wobbly metal table. I'm going to start catastrophizing in order to get a purchase on my canner with my spade. <gasps> there we go, a pie now. It is awkward. I'm, I have decided I'm not going to put it back in this spot. There we go, first dig. That's actually not bad. Not bad soil that. But I'm not going to put it here. It's a bit out of step with the um, rest of what's in here, which is grasses and a big palm tree. And it just looks a bit a bit odd. I think it could look more attractive elsewhere. Couldn't we all? 
So just getting in and around it, cutting a big circle of rootage. Oh, <laughs> very difficult. Can you hear all the, the leaves rustling? I'm trying to get into the grasses. Oh, come on, come on, you can do it. I don't want to, oh, come on. I'm just going to have to go for it. Oh, it's like pulling a tooth on your little. I'm used to like feel the threads as you wobbled it with your tongue. You feel the threads and go, oh, there's another thread gone. And you could hear it go, couldn't you? That's what it's like pulling a, a rooty, a rooty canner out. Oh, nice worm there. In you go, back in you go. Okay, so last one. Yeah, so I'm not going to put them in here next year. I'm going to mulch this bed, actually, um, and maybe put another type of grass in because the slugs were out of control in here and they ate the canner and I think it really impeded its growth. And also there was a lovely oh gosh hosta which had which is a really nice beast and i put it in here a few years ago but the snails just ate it this year so i took it out popped it in the new greenhouse which is um slowly coming into its own i don't really understand it yet i don't know how to work it i don't know how to work the greenhouse but i think it will all become clear as we go through the next year okay so this is looking good now all four canna kind of bulb areas have been removed. I'm just going to put the soil back as though nothing was ever here and move on with our lives. And what you apparently do is hose it down, give it a bath before you put it to bed. Oh, goodbye garden. And do you know what? It's one of those things. You look out the garden in the middle of the winter, don't you? Like between Christmas and New Year, perhaps. It's just all brown, isn't it? And my husband, because he's a bit negative, he looks out the window and goes, oh, it's all dead. <laughs> oh, it's not, love. It's not all dead. It does come back. Right, canna to the bathroom. Well, not the outside tap, actually. Right, oh, get off this metal table, that piercing anything. Right, so this is quite good fun. Oh, nice. You see, the, the soil's coming off really quickly. And you can see almost straight away some really bright white, um, bulby, tuber sort of things. I'm not sure the reason for taking the soil off. I'll have to Google it some more, won't I? But that would require being super interested in exactly why, rather than just getting on with your life. Right, that's on the draining board. Next one. Oh, now this is a, this is a beauty. Small, but there's lots to go at. I just think it was in the wrong spot. So I'm going to put them in pots next year and see how they go. What I would like to know, if anyone wants to tweet me, anything you know about greenhouses and what grows really well in them and what you should do in them. What's going to please a new greenhouse owner for the first year of her long relationship, ooh, long relationship with a greenhouse? What, what would be good as a good sort of starter would it be tomatoes? You know about the tomato ER that we had last, I had this summer. I don't want to repeat that. I'm a bit frightened of tomatoes now. Is it herbs? Is it something more ambitious? Would you put a banana plant in there? I mean, goodness, I'm really open to suggestions about what goes on in the greenhouse, what you can get in the ground sooner. Right, last blast. And then, apparently, according to the nice YouTube people and the nice Google people, you're best off putting this on a nice dry tray indoors to dry off for a week. And then 
Oh, it's elaborate, isn't it? Canners, they're really sort of taking the mickey now. And then put it into soil, put it in the greenhouse, make sure it's cosy for the winter. And so it goes on. So they are washed and ready for bed. So although the garden is being put to bed, you know, in a small way, there is some growth still happening because it's still quite mild in October, late October this year, um, and it may continue. So I spent a good 15 minutes stood at the cosmos, going a bit dizzy in the eyes because it waggles about, doesn't it, when you're deadheading it? And so you deadhead one, it springs back, and where you had your eye on the next thing you were going to deadhead, you kind of have to wait for the plant to settle before you can actually see it again. So I spent a good 15 minutes doing that because it's got a load of new buds on it. And I just thought, if we're going to have a few flowers into November, that's quite pleasing, isn't it? And then along here, the smelly Nicotiana, which was a bit of a pain at the beginning because they were so weedy, weren't they? Do you remember? God, you can't judge a book by the cover and still here we are. I'd say a five foot seven Nicotiana, five foot six Nicotiana plant. And they're still going strong and despite being weedy and pathetic to begin with they've stood up against storms and lashings of wind and rain and they look they look stunning still and bumped into the neighbor uh, last week in the village and she said what are those amazing plants you've got which obviously puffed me up with pride and i sort of went on one hip and uh, nodded my head smugly going well i think you'll find they're the Nicotiana. Try Tomorite and Miracle Grow and you'll get a bumper crop next year. Anyway, so they're beginning to fade, but you know, they're all right, they're still sturdy, so I'm going to keep them in for a while. And then behind them, do you remember Salvation? Salvia Salvation? Oh, bless. Now, I love Salvia. This particular type is called Hot Lips, apparently, and it's really beautifully smelly and. Um, at the moment, it's still flowering. It's got um, red hot lips. I think that's what they're called. And they smell. I haven't really smelled much of them because the Nicotiana's been oozing out some disgusting smell all summer. Um, so that's going to look good because that's a... Oh, God, I always get this all confused. Perennial, hardy, annual, perennial, hardy, annual, hardy... I don't know. It stays, so perennial, I guess. And then behind that is the rescued hydrangea that needed hydrating. That's done really well. It's not flowered this year though, but the leaves are healthy and they're perky and I think it's looking forward to a fabulous 2021. I really do. I think it's just, it's just waiting for just 2021 to be fabulous. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice. This is the Jasper Memorial bed, of course, and the Nicotiana, when they go, will make it look a bit bare. But that's the beauty, isn't it? You can plan and plot what you're going to have in here next year and change your plan. So a bit of that and oh, now rhubarb next to the... Is it cordyline? Oh yeah. The, I was a bit snobby about cordyline, wasn't I, when my husband brought it back from the the DIY centre or the garden centre bit and I was a bit snooty about it going it's a bit municipal bed but actually it's looking it's looking beautifully burgundy nice rich colour there and the rhubarb next to it is fading away so I'm going to chop that back in fact I'll just do that now bear with bear with now the, the rhubarb I only put in the ground two years ago and under strict instructions not to eat it for two years 
So come January, when it starts sprouting again, so I'm not really sure that I'm doing the right thing, but I've done this for the last couple of years and it's kind of worked, is to cut it back down to the ground. People who know what they're doing might be rolling their eyes at this stage going, no, 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 you don't do that. So that's now gone. And of course, this brings us to the end of the garden, which has got the uh, Corona Wildflower Meadow of Hope 2020. I'm sure there'll be another chapter of Corona and Hope in 2021. So it had done its thing. It pretty much got there looking wildflower meadowy. And then, of course, it began around September, October, beginning of October time to die back. And our mate Phil had said, mow it, but don't scoop the mowings. So take the back off the mower. So all the seeds go back into the ground. And I've uh, done a bit of a supplementary seed down with some more seeds just to beef it up for next year. And apparently this time of year is cracking to put seeds in the ground because the frost, apparently, they like it. Who likes being out in the frost? I mean, I just, anyway, seeds do, apparently. So we'll see how the wildflower meadow of Massive Hope 2021 fares. But yeah, fingers crossed it won't be quite as challenging as 2020. Anyway, it sounds like a New Year's, New Year's Eve speech, that, doesn't it? It doesn't, it's not at all. It's just end of season, which brings me to say my garden podcast is going to go itself to bed for a few months and then will reappear magically like the snowdrops. We'll be back February, March time once I've worked out how to do the greenhouse, work the greenhouse. And I'd love to suggest that you rate the podcast and subscribe to it and leave a review. But instead of raving review, why don't you put a gardening tip in there? Maybe something to help me with my greenhouse or a suggestion for a beautiful thing that I should put in my garden. I would love to see what you think about that. Uh, so yeah, just use the review box for that. And I really look forward to opening the curtains in March on a beautiful sunny day or February on a beautiful sunny day and thinking, oh yes, it's a gardening day. And I'll see you then. Thank you.